I've had a lot of positives from it and I've also had a lot of negatives from it. But also the negatives we were gonna talk about as well is it's damaged my routine so badly. Mm. As you know, I couldn't even think. I was like, what were we even doing before I left? Like, I felt like an idiot. I felt like I hadn't been. First thing we were gonna talk about is actually traveling. Mm. And um, we had a little segment here from traveling and I've just been away for three and a half weeks now in South America, which has been insane. And we wanted to share a bit about that because I've had a lot of positives from it and I've also had a lot of negatives from it. And some of the positives have been, I needed that break. I needed a huge break from just reality for a bit, but also the negatives we were gonna talk about as well is it's damaged my routine so badly, mm -hmm. as you know, and I've been really struggling to sort of get back into work. But what, what's your kind of view on traveling as a whole like have you done any traveling I've, i or? did a long time ago so i was when i was fresh out of school i didn't um didn't go to university as you know um and then jake and i my best friend from school we went decided to go traveling it was quite rogue so we went to central america which wasn't a million miles away from where you were um sort of mexico down sort of costa rica and everywhere in between so some really oh, sort yeah. of ropey countries we went to at the age of 18 so two complete idiots going <laughs> backpacking it was it was interesting it was it was a really good time and a bit like you i think um we weren't really sure what to expect mm. um definitely learned a lot from it but i wish i'd gone later on i wish i'd gone in my sort of maybe late 20s where i am now than 18 because we sort of d took a lot for granted and um but it was really good fun I probably wish I'd rather done sort of the Australia and the Bali. They're sort of the more cliche yeah. things than maybe Central America because we, the average age of backpackers over there are probably sort of mid to late 30s, they're quite a lot older. So we sort of missed a lot of stuff and we didn't quite sort of, potentially, yeah. We still had a great time be yeah. being there. I wouldn't recommend it if I was a young woman, maybe 18 years old because it's quite a, it's quite a bit of pretty scary places and it wasn't, yeah. I wouldn't recommend it to my <laughs> sort of son or daughter if I was to go there, maybe yeah. wait a couple of years. But um, to answer your question, my traveling experiences were, were awesome. I, I, I did love it for yeah. the most part. Um, and there were like you pros and cons, which I'm sure we'll come into, but um, yeah, two, I think we went for two months in total, two or three months or so a lot longer than you mm. went for, but yeah, it was, it was, it was class. It was really good fun. Yeah. Exhausting as well. It is exhausting. It is That's the funny thing. I found it really exhausting. It's tiring. Well. It's like you get tired yeah, I felt way more tired when I'm back because you get mm. in this sort of habit of not doing anything, of sort of relaxing yeah. and like moving around. But in a way that makes you more tired. Like, mm. it, I don't know why, but you seem to try and unwind and relax. But I ended up feeling exhausted. Well, I think, I think if you're anything like me and me and you are quite sort of on alert people, I yeah. think I'm, I'm on alert the whole time. I'm very sort of aware of what's around me. So if you are that kind of person who is, is quite, quite hard to relax, you're in a constant state of panic a lot of the time because new surroundings, you've got your backpack on, so you stand out like a sore thumb. You're sort of, well, you do, don't you? Like you if do. you're walking through a, a village and everyone, no one knows who you are, you stand out more. Stupid backpack on, on your sunburn. <laughs> like you, you look a bit of an idiot. So I think you, you're naturally like a, a target. Oh, so um, like, you know, without sort of being too judgmental, if you are in Central South America, you know, the, the rates out there, a friend of mine out there recently actually, he went to sort of, I think it was Colombia, and he, off the plane, he was like abducted and he was taken to like the, a bank. All his money was taken. I won't name him in case he didn't want me to name him. But it, it was it was, it was scary. off the plane, genuinely got in a cab and he was taken to some ropey part of town, marched up the cab. I you know, wasn't sure if it was gun or knife point or whatever, taken to back, you know, 
holes in the wall and all his, all his money taken out and they thankfully it wasn't harmed but like literally fresh off the plane he was taken so it's, it does happen you, know, you hear horror stories and like thankfully he was fine and um he wasn't harmed but i mean it must affect the rest of your travels so so he literally just got off the plane literally England to Columbia, off the off the plane he went traveling with a, a friend of his and they just fresh out the cab the cab driver's obviously in, in sort of colluding with the local sort of gang if you want to call it that and he was taken to some like back alley whatever some guys actually marched into the, into the cab, took him out, took him to a hole in the wall, several holes in the wall, and then weirdly took him to like, some supermarket and bought them a load of booze and stuff, and then came out and left them on the side of the road. Like, imagine that being your first experience of traveling. What? On his own? We're not painting a great picture here, by the yeah. way. If you are, if you yeah. are thinking about going I wasn't expecting this. <laughs> this is why I didn't tell you before your travels. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, so his, his experience wasn't great, and there are sort of several horror stories. I mean, nine times out of ten, people's traveling stories are uh, unbelievable, and mine was... Thankfully, um, <laughs> was um, was free really of, sold was it. free of that. But yeah, no. So the pros and cons of it are, are that, and mine mine was great. Yours was great. So for those that aren't aware of what you did and where you went, maybe sort of paint a bit of a picture for those listening yeah, or watching. So my girlfriend and I, we started off in Argentina. Well, we went, we flew into JFK, and then our missed our connecting flight, which was completely American Airlines' fault. And then um, stayed the night in New York, which wasn't planned, but was pretty cool i mm. don't remember the last time i was in new york i think my family used to live there but that was when i was very young so i didn't remember it so we went downtown manhattan cool was at Times square enjoying life then we went through to argentina which was buenos aires and then there were protests on for some new like president which was chaos there was police everywhere imagine. so we got a pretty bad experience of argentina but everyone else says it's their favorite place ever really so i feel a bit like we need to go back and do it properly do it properly yeah Bad timing. Through there, went into Uruguay, which was amazing. I've heard. We thought that was like a middle middle ground place. We were just passing through. That was the coolest place I've probably ever been. Genuine. Uruguay. Yeah, it was Serious. sick. Well, you mate. get treated so well there because there's not many English people either. So everyone's like, what, you're English? Like, blah, blah, blah. And you're like, yeah, I guess man, also people yeah. say South America and they go Brazil. And they yeah. go Argentina. They'll you go to Peru. Uruguay, or, yeah. You don't really, really hear about uh, Uruguay being nah, talked about that but much. But it's cool. It's like interesting. The the best thing was is people just come up to you and talk. Mm. It's like really weird. Genuinely as well. And they're it's not like, trying to sell you something. Or... No, they're like, "How's your day been, man?" And it's just like, well, they say it in Spanish, and mm. then you're like, um, "No, hablamos español." <laughs> <laughs> it's like habla English. <laughs> and then they're like, "Uh, English." It's like, yeah. Okay. And then they ask you like, "How's your day been? Like, you enjoying nice. it?" And it's like why are you asking me this? I've just walked past genuine you in the interest. street. Like genuine, they weren't selling anything. No, they were no, just no. curious. Oh, I love that. And I love that. That's what made Meg and I love the places. Special. Yeah, and then like people are outside like drinking wine, having dinner like on the paths. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. Have the, yeah. Like on the paths, everyone's just talking. No one's on their phone. Everyone's tanned walking around and you're just like, it's like a whole different world. Yeah, it's happy. It's just nuts. Like yeah. I came home and I was like, instantly felt more depressed. <laughs> And then uh, it yeah. was just crazy because I kept thinking back to Uruguay. We went to Brazil afterwards as well. Um, did the carnival? carnival did yeah. the Rio Carnival, which was sick. Yeah. As a sick experience. Dangerous though. Rio de Janeiro is dangerous. Yeah, I've heard that. All the the, the, the outer, outer bit like Copa Cabana where we were staying, fine. It's, it's a bit ropey, but it's fine. The middle is like, I, I'm not really fussed by a lot of things. I was so on edge because I felt like I had to protect Meg as well. Mm. And she's such a space cadet with like, like what's it called? Where, like streetwise, mm -hmm. she's so switched on normally. But then it comes to things like someone could just have a knife in the street, and she just like merrily walk past. Like she's okay. just completely <laughs> clueless. Right. Fair so enough. I felt like I had to 
protect her yeah, yeah, as yeah. well but not clueless in we the love you Meg by the way yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah just <laughs> but yeah Space Cadet Clueless Space Cadet. Clueless everything yeah, no she's she's the most switched on person I know it's just funny like street wise yeah, yeah, yeah I think she just doesn't see things the way I see things and like I see a couple of, like dodgy people like looking at us like mm. checking and I just be like Meg let's just move over here it comes back to what I said earlier as well I think if you are the kind of person who is just slightly more aware like if you're sort of um, on edge a lot and I am I'm, mm. I'm sort of always looking at my shoulder you know and which is not a nice way to live because it is ex- genuinely exhausting yeah. you get I was kind of jealous in a way well, I kind of wish I didn't you, really you, care I, 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 th- I thought this a lot I think would I want to be more carefree and I think I look at some of my friends who are like that and if they're the other way they, they're just stupid no, mm. and I won't, again I won't name names but there are people out there who are just dumb and they, they all just do they do stupid things and they get themselves in trouble I don't seem to care that much mm. and I'm the complete other end of the spectrum yeah, I, I care way too much I care way too and much I'm so on edge <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Which is why if you and I go away, it's nice that for someone like Meg, who is maybe slightly more up in the clouds, it's nice that she knows that you've got her back. So if yeah. you're both like that, it wouldn't work. Yeah. So you need like to compensate each I'm other jealous, a little though. bit. Yeah, it, I, I'd I love to mean. be like, I was constantly I looking around like, someone going to mug me? Like there's people like eyeing us up and mm-hmm. like whistling and like pointing at us. Mm. I was like, oh, this is it. This is the way I go. <laughs> I was, this is the way I go in the, what in the middle of go. the favela in what Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so yeah, back to your, your travels. You came back and what's it been like since? It's been okay. It's been okay. <laughs> okay. It's, uh, yeah, this is, yeah. uh, Joe and I talked about this off camera. It's <clears> like, <throat> since I've been back, I felt great when I got home. I was like, good to see the family, good to be back. Mm. And then I start to feel super down super out of my routine struggling to work struggling to sleep because you're on a different time so it's only a few hours yeah but a few hours for me like for the people who have watched this for a while i'm very very heavily reliant on routine and having a few hours backwards it took me about a week and a half out there to Mm. get into the flow of things like i was sleeping awfully as soon as i got back i couldn't work i was saying to joe like i sat down at my desk to crack on with some of the podcasts where i couldn't even think I was like, what were we even doing before I left? Like, I felt like an idiot. I felt like I hadn't been doing this for the last year. What did you put that down to? Do you think it was because you completely switched off and went away? Or do you think it was routine ending because you went away? Or, or maybe it was coming back to reality and realizing that it's, you know, you've, you've had this amazing trip of three weeks and now it's back to reality type thing or, or all the above. Yeah, I was ready to come home on the last couple of days okay, where I was like you know what we've done so much like I feel ready to come yeah. back and crack on with work um I can't put my finger on it mm. I think it's a bit raw still because it's only been a week since I've been back true and I feel like today I feel back to normal I sat at my desk I was like there we go this goes there this goes there I'll put this here this t- this timeline goes here we're recording today she had this no fog it was just no no fog but like literally I, c- I can't explain it like, mm. I don't know why it happened either I was sitting there on Wednesday and I just sat there and just like looked at the screen for like an hour and I was like, I literally don't know what I'm doing. Really? And it's like your own company. And it's like, how do you not know what you're doing with <laughs> your own company? It's just, it was nuts. Yeah. I can't figure it out. For I'm sure it's very thing. common though. I'll be very interested to see anyone listening or watching this. If you've had the same thing, you've either gone traveling or you've had some time away from work, like an extended period and you've come back and you feel like your head for whatever reason just isn't in it and you can't put your finger on why. I'd be very interested to hear if anyone's had the same thing because yeah. I'm, I'm sure it's more common than maybe you think it is. I think. I hope so. No, no, no it will be. <laughs> no, no, 100% it will be. And I, I, Mine was so long ago, I can't really comprehend what I was like when I got home from traveling. I was, I was 18, so it was more than 10 years ago. So that's, I'd be very, very hard pressed to see if we had more than, way more than maybe 10, 15 people reply and mm. be like, yeah, went traveling to Asia, wherever, and I came back and I was a complete vegetable for a month. 
I'd be very surprised if there weren't more people that are yeah. like that. So yeah, I've got a few uh, few facts on traveling for everyone. So this is scientific studies have shown that travel is great for relieving stress and improving your general outlook on life. According to a 2013 study with people aged between 25 to 70, 80% of respondents said travel improves their general mood and outlook on life, with 75% of respondents also saying traveling helps them reduce stress. And I think when you're out there, it's completely true. It's like learning a new culture. That was probably the coolest thing for me is like, you go from Argentina, which is Spanish, um, through to Brazil, which is Portuguese, mm. and it might not seem like a big difference, but the cultures are like, in my opinion, very different. Mm. And it's so cool, like being a part of a different culture. And I think it does relieve a lot of stress because I think when you're traveling, you know, that's the one thing you care about is like enjoying the moment. I feel like when you're at home, you're thinking about, oh, this is wrong. Oh, I need to do this. I need to do this. I need to work on this. I need to do this. And you don't really enjoy the moment. I think when you actively go out and you, the only thing you have to worry about is enjoying yourself, mm. it relieves so much stress. I felt the most clear I probably ever felt in the last four or five years when really? I was out there. Yeah. Wow. I, I also think it's, um, we're in such a bubble around here as well. I, mean, I say around here, you and I don't live exactly down the road from each other, but I think if you are, um, you know, we, yeah, we are in such a bubble where we are. And I think once you sort of get outside your comfort zone a little bit and you do explore places that you would never even done so or never would have on holiday with your family, for example, mm. I think it's exploring completely different things of, and ways of life that you previously wouldn't have. Yeah. Um, and like you say, maybe it lends perspective as well when you see sort of sometimes how the other half live and you can see sort of um, struggles and you can see people that like you say earlier people not on their phones just on the side of the street having wine with their community and the friends and it's like that's such a small thing mm. and yet they're so happy doing it I think that again can lend perspective on how much we take for granted being with surrounded by all this stuff mm. and we people that are around us day to day don't seem all that happy yeah and they're surrounded by seemingly everything you know it's i think it's um you can certainly learn a lot from being in communities where people seemingly don't have a lot and yet seem to have everything yeah i think it's funny when you go to places like brazil as well it, it does make you appreciate life so mm. much more people just live the craziest lives mm. like, it, it's not some of these favelas that are there it's like this is nuts like kids are walking around selling mentos to you like trying to get money, like six-year-olds. And it's like, no six-year-old should be trying to do that. Yeah. It's, it's like really made me think, I buy it from like all of them, more just from the fact like, imagine going back to six, seven-year-old Joe or six, seven-year-old Tom mm. and having to walk around the streets of Uxbridge where we're filming right it's now. It's another world, isn't it? Selling Mentos. Yeah, Like yeah. that is nuts, man. Yeah, yeah. Like that's literally the craziest thing. Yeah. And that, that, that made me feel very sad when I was out there. And it made me, when I did come back, appreciate a lot more 100%. Like you come back and you realize I had a pretty smooth sailing life compared mm. to that you know i'm not living in a favela and i'm not six years old selling mentos and i'm not struggling to you know make money as a mm. six-year-old it's, like, it's crazy yeah it's so true so true the ne the next section i wanted to go on was actually when i was out there because i had such clarity of thought i really dug into why i don't here and i think my mental fitness so like mental, you know, you have physical fitness and you have a mental side, which I don't think is barely talked about. I think it's coming into trend at the mm. moment. But mental fitness was something I looked at as soon as I got home because I was like, why did I have so much stamina and clear thoughts out there? And why, when I've come back, it's just been hazy, mm. foggy. I haven't got used to it until I can get my routine back. Yeah. 
And I think that's down to mental fitness. So do you know anything about mental fitness as a whole? Interestingly, I can't, we haven't had this conversation since because you've been away, but I had a very, very interesting conversation with Anna Lee, who, for those that don't know, we had probably the most amazing episode with Anna Lee Howling, who so came good. on a number, a number of weeks ago now, and she will come back again. Um, she hasn't got a choice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At gunpoint, she'll yeah. be coming back into she'll the be podcast because the um, the feedback we had on that one was just was just so good. So and it was we learned a lot as just people being mm. around her. We were just sort of jaw at the floor like this woman is just this fountain of knowledge. She's just a, a complete guru. But um, I had a conversation with her with the other week and she was talking about mental fitness and it just kind of suddenly came up and weirdly she was in a class of mine and um, she was on the reformer and halfway through the class she just got up and went to her phone and started writing something down. I was like, Annalie, you're right. And she was like, and I just had a, a complete, she had a brainwave, she had an epiphany and it was about mental fitness. And I won't tell you what it was because it'll be in her book. But um, we were talking about mental fitness and the conversation afterwards and how it's not talked about, how you yeah. just mentioned then. And she was saying how her version of fitness and her sort of description of it would be, and I agree with this, is your sort of bounce back ability. It's it's not necessarily how much you can lift or how much you can put up with something. It's how you can get over it and do it again. And I was like, it's so interesting. Yeah. So it was like, you know, it's not the weight you can lift in the gym once. It's how quickly you can do it again if you can you do it the next day and the next day yeah. and the next day it's that bounce back ability and when it comes to mental fitness not just in the terms of physical in the gym it's how you can come under a lot of strain in something and a lot of sort of turmoil or, or, or stress it's the bounce back ability of that thing it's not just can you deal with it once mm. it's can you give yourself the mental fortitude to could, could to come under that strain again and again and again and learn from it and i thought that was just that's cool so conversation. That's ten times better than the. Well, that was that was her definition of, and it was sort of we both came to that kind of understanding together, and it was like just two brains colliding and came up with this definition. So that was <laughs> mine and hers, and it was just it was such a cool That's conversation. So good. Yeah, we were going to talk about it as well is the reason I looked into mental fitness was kind of for that reason mm. that you just said then, but also Bear. You guys might not know, but Bear Grylls, Doctor Alex George, who was on Love Island, mm -hmm. and also. Another ambassador for them is Jamie Clements, the breathwork guy, is one mm -hmm. of your friends. Mm -hmm. uh, have released a men's mental fitness app called B Metal. I think it's, that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. M E T T L E. And I started looking into that and I, I go into like these holes of just researching random things. It looks so interesting. I was a bit like, mm, do you really need an app to do all this stuff? But I think having everything in one place where it was like, graphs it was numbers it was this is your mental fitness score for the day this is your rest this is this i'm not sure how it works you have to buy it mm -hmm. so but i was looking at doing it potentially i think with someone like me is i love like seeing numbers of like how i'm doing things because inside i might know i'm doing well but just to like have that reassurance i am actually doing what i think i am mm -hmm. i think that's really good we hope you enjoyed part one of three for this episode of Inside of Mind. If you're watching on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you are, please leave us a kind rating. It helps us more than you'll ever know. Here's a bit of what you can expect in part two. It depends on the kind of brain that you have. If you're more analytically based and you like having graphs and numbers, it can sort of give you that peace of mind. It was like he was popular. It's but yet beneath it, he was suffering so much for such a long time. I'll try it and give it a go and see if it works for me. I'm not very good at sitting still.